on you guys. We know the coronavirus is getting real, as Cardi B would say, coronavirus. No, no, no. It's coronavirus. Or... <laughs> <laughs> I was trying not to... And we are back with another episode. I am your host, Candice. And I'm Nessa. And we just want to check in on you guys. We know the coronavirus is real. It is so real, (laughs) y'all. And so we know this quarantine has been emotionally and physically hard on a lot of people. So I just really want to check in. Are you guys keeping yourself mentally, emotionally, and physically healthy during this quarantine? That is the biggest key. And it is really important. Nessa, what are you doing during this quarantine? Are you working? Are you staying busy? So I am still working. Um, I'm still in the office. I'm what you call an essential worker, quote unquote. Um, So I still go to work Monday through Friday, same schedule. Um, It's not too bad doing our social distancing um, between desks. Some people work different shifts. My job's been really open and I'm blessed to have my job because they didn't let anybody go. So happy about that. So what are you up to? Are you working from home? So I am currently working from home because we are community mental health. We actually had to physically close our clinic. So we're doing everything via telehealth right now. So I am from home and it has been real. I think, you know, like I said, the mental piece and the emotional piece that comes with this social distancing is really isolation. Mm -hmm. And for many people, many of our youth who are already dealing with anxiety and depression, isolation is a huge, huge, huge trigger for them. So that has been really difficult right now in Sacramento County. I believe in the last week we have had three teenagers and I know Natomas and Twin Rivers Unify, they have completed suicide. So that's really sad sending, you know, you just send your prayers and your well wishes out to their family and just to anybody who's really going through anything with depression, anxiety, or having any suicidal ideation. I know these circumstances don't make it easy. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. um, I could complain about a whole lot of different things, but I'm very blessed. I'm blessed to still have my job and I'm really blessed to be in a position where I get to empower, enlighten and just really breathe life and hope into different people. So without further ado, I am not going to get on my high horse about why I'm mad about quarantine and all of that. But one thing I will say is my eyebrows. Girl. <laughs> So let me so so I tried the ombre before I went on vacation. I started, I really was into the ombre nails. And y'all, I'm telling y'all right now, I have the pink like fading into the white. So right now you can't tell I need a fill until you really stare at my nails. But it's it need and it won't come off. So this nail shop is amazing. I'm not gonna get into that, but I need a fill. Well, girl, I ain't gonna lie, I needed a feel as in past tense, because baby, one, the pinky popped off and the rest followed. So, and I'm not even gonna tell you that my, you know, Skittles, when, if you pinch them, the little hard shell crack? Oh, yeah. I'm not gonna tell you that that's how my pedicure looks, because that ain't nobody's business but mine. <laughs> yeah, I took baby, my polish off my feet like, already. <laughs> I can't wait to hear you, you pick a color, I can't right. wait. I'm trying to tell you, but like I said, the ombre, thank God for ombre, because the base of my nail is pink and then it, it's the pink faded into the white so like I said you can't tell unless you really stare but I'm like okay I can see my cuticles I need this to be fixed so Girl. 
So, Bestie Gang, that is our quarantine check-in, and we really want to know how you guys are doing. So, please, shoot us a D-mail. D-mail. Lord, girl, coronavirus is getting real. Coronavirus. Shoot us a DM on Instagram, a message. Um, send us an email. <laughs> Leave a comment, you guys. Um, I mean, send us a message here on our podcast. Mm-hmm. Whatever you guys want to do to reach out. If you have a question, you have a concern, you have feedback. Please just send it to us and leave it. Yeah, Nothing and stop being bad. mean to these kids, y'all. These kids are stressed out too. Like y'all gotta stop being mean. All these TikToks about these yelling at kids is hilarious, but these poor babies are stressed out too, y'all. Come on, y'all. And, and can we? Okay, and we also gotta have to come to Jesus meeting. Okay, family members, please check on your family member who has over five kids, y'all. Please. Somebody in the house may not make it out of this quarantine. <laughs> we just we know food stamps is low. Yeah, we come on, y'all. I'm not being funny. It's funny, but it ain't funny. We yeah. know times is hard. Y'all check on her, y'all. Right. She over there stressing. Right, right. She like ain't I been got to the club. Ray not... Ray ain't at school or at daycare. Boo boo mm-hmm. and them eating up all the crunch. Come on. Oh, see. Call her and make sure she is okay. Take her mind off of her baby kids <laughs> for a minute, maybe two. Get one of the kids on the phone who was most problematic and ask him to show you his video game. Y'all help out. Yes. What they say? Each one, teach one. You know what I mean? Something like that. Girl, uh uh-uh, no. Girl, I was drinking 1800 margaritas. It takes a village to raise a kid. Each one, teach one from Precious. Yes, or something. And y'all, this episode may be a slight bit problematic because... Your bestie, Candace here, has been drinking 1,800 margaritas since 5.30, okay? So just, just work with me. I'm sober, y'all. Today so has I, been a trying year. I'm here. So, yeah, you know, I had to check in with the bottle before I did the quarantine check-in for you guys. That is just what it is. I also wanted to share some self-care tips that literally take 10 minutes or less to do. I challenge all of you to attempt one of them. Get up. When you get up in the morning, the first thing that you do is put on your favorite music and stretch. Spend five minutes grounding yourself all you're stretching your muscles. Not only is reflexology, it also gets that blood circulating. Mm-hmm. By listening to your favorite music, you are sending positive messages to yourself and the energy. The music that we love changes our mm-hmm. energy. So that is one thing that I challenge you guys to do. The next one is a shower or a bath. Mm-hmm. Yep. A shower or a bath will relax you. You can do that in the morning if you feel like that's going to help you set your day up. Do that or do it at night to reset the day. Kind of putting you, calming you, relaxing you, going into a peaceful sleep. The energy that surrounds a bath is really, it's uplifting, it's motivating, it's encouraging. For many of us, if you're spiritual, you can pray in the shower or the bath. And I really find it really, I love it. I pray in the shower every day. Um, you can even spice it up if you if you have essential oils. Close the windows and the bathroom door. Put a few drops into the extra hot shower and get in there and breathe in those aromas. If you don't have essential oils and maybe you're on a budget right now, slice a lemon and slice the orange. We know you got to eat that in time. It's hard. So only do a, only take a thin slice into that shower, which you ain't nobody saying make fresh orange juice or lemonade. Don't be extra. <laughs> take that in there and allow the hot, squeeze it and allow the hot water to really stimulate that and just breathe that in. Just some tips that we want you guys to try while times are rough right now. 
Also set, search the hashtags on Instagram and Facebook self-care tips. Yes. There's a lot of information out there for you guys. We just want you guys to be not only physically healthy and really fight this coronavirus pandemic, but we also want you guys to be emotionally and mental healthy because those are the key points. Yes. If you are emotionally and mentally stable, you're at a place where you can really physically take care mm-hmm. of yourself. So we just want you guys to be mindful, be encouraged. We going to be all right. We going to get through this. We going to be all right. Hey. Okay, that's what I heard when I said yes. that. So, without further ado, we are going to move right into it. Yes, yes. So, today, love doesn't come with conditions. So, this is a semi-follow-up to the Tinder study that we did on our last episode. Somebody told me I had too many conditions. So, so, I, I, so first of all... Oh, okay. Girl, I'm trying to get it out. I'm trying to person. figure out how Ooh, do you how that's like saying somebody has too many, like you said, too many conditions, too many expectations. Like how? Okay. So one is I have too many standards, and let me take too many off. I have standards. That's different from conditions. I didn't go into the Tinder study with conditions, standards, or expectations. However. You cannot communicate, approach, or interact with me in any manner. And I don't. Why don't people? Get so, that? well, I think the the condition part came from um, how I said that people were messaging me what you can't do, and that that's just what you can't do. And that's not a can. To me, that's not a condition. That's a standard, and really, it's just about a respect thing. It has nothing to do with a relationship mm-hmm. or a not relationship. There's a certain level of respect that you're gonna have when you interact with me or you communicate with me, or you just not y'all. Excuse my French. Like that's like walking up to somebody and be like, "Hey, yo, what's up, bitch?" <laughs> or excuse Come me, on. ma'am, you look really nice today. Like those are two different things. You can't just approach somebody in any type of old way. Right. Because one of those were one of, if you approach me with one of those, you're gonna get two different Vanessas. Period. Oh, they ain't gonna get Nessa. They're gonna get they gonna get Vanessa. Okay. That's what they gonna okay. get. Okay. No, they're gonna get Nessa. Shout out to my brother Dante. That's what they gonna get. <laughs> <laughs> so my thing is, and I think when this person said it, another conversation is and let's talk about this in the let's correlate this to dating or just in regular relationships Mm -hmm. so relationships with family members friends whatever that case is how do you differentiate conditions standards and expectations so for me standards basically my standards and my expectations for one, my standards is basically how I start off. Like, these are the things I'm looking for. These are the things I stand by and I'm not taking mm-hmm. less from. So, yes, I have my list of standards. Then that once yes. I, once you fit into those standards, then we go into expectations. What I expect from you as my friend, what I expect from you as my lover and as my family member. Right. And one thing, when it really comes to the standard piece, I think part of that changes depending on what relationship, mm-hmm. but my standards are all all grounded in my respect for mm-hmm. myself, my my care for myself, like my morals and my values. My standards are all complete of that. However, when, it, when we're talking about dating and relationship, there's a level of intimacy that goes there, and that intimacy is different than a relationship with your 
with yeah, your family exactly. member or a friend. So that's that's the only really differentiate of, of a standard for me between that relationship. However, a condition, I think of a condition is based on you do this for me and then I'll do this for you. Yeah. And or you do this or else. That's a condition. And nothing that I say about in the last um episode did I say you approach me this way or mm-hmm, else. Mm-hmm. That's not that, that wasn't that. There was no condition. There was a standard of you will respect me and approach me in a respectful yes. manner because I'm a woman and I demand that respect. Point blank period. That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. There's like so when I heard like you have too many conditions, the first thing I thought of, oh, you'll never get far. That first first thing that popped into my head. Yeah, because that's totally different. And like I said, if you don't have these basic values in yourself, you're going to allow anybody to treat you any kind of way. Right. So what do you think about the expectation piece? Expectation, like you said, it it depends on the relationship. Like I said, what I expect from my man and what I expect from my aunt or somebody are two different things. Like you said, the level of intimacy I expect from him, I uh, want my auntie to be intimate with me. So we, like I said, the expectation, you treat me with respect, I give respect. I treat you how I want to be treated. Yes. And also a condition is really like, for a condition, there has to be a working order, meaning it's it's only conditional based on one act being completed. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And a relationship can't work like that. No, it got to be both ways. And there, a relationship cannot also be based on circumstances. So, like, if you do this, circumstance is going to affect this. No, it has to be, this is what we do. There's the standard of care. This is how I provide love, intimacy, and care for you. And then it's reciprocated. There's no conditions on it. We have an equal playing field. Mm-hmm. I give it 100% of the time. You give it 100%. Thank you, 100%. I don't Most of the time. 50. It's 100. You give me your all, yes. I'll give you my all. And the way that I just, in my thinking, and it could be only me, you guys share and let me know if I'm wrong, that 50 and 50 is a condition. Mm-hmm. You give me 50% and then I expect you to meet me. Baby, if we're in a relationship, I'm giving you what I, I'm giving you what I can give you as a whole mm-hmm. person because I'm not giving you half mm-hmm. of me. Mm-hmm. I'm giving you what I can give as a whole person. And my expectancy is that you're doing the same because if you're only giving pieces of me, then we have a problem. Yeah, yeah, because who getting them other pieces? Right. So, yeah. Or are you even able to identify those other pieces because yes. you don't identify who you are as a whole person and your qualities? You can't. You, you can't you offer can't that know to what me. You, can you to can't. Me. You can't exactly. offer it. And so that's what I really wanted to clear up. And it, it really, when they said it, I was like, oh, they clearly don't know the difference between conditions and standards. Yeah. Because baby, absolutely, I have standards, and my my standards do not waver for anybody. Yeah, I mean, that's... the National Guard can come here right now, and baby, them standards not gonna change. Yeah, you can't, you can't let up on your standards. And like I said, it doesn't. And a lot of people, the people that don't meet those standards are the ones that try to knock your standards. Like, oh, that you're asking mm-hmm. for too much, or you're no, I'm not asking for much. Yes. And what it is is those are the people who really need you to bring your standards down so that they can qualify. Mm-hmm. Well, no, baby, you are gonna have to rise on that. Yep, yep. Because if you really so, into me and my standards should not be a problem to you. If you really into me and you see how well I treat myself and how well others like gravitate towards me, you see that, that should make you want to change yourself. Mm-hmm. And, and if you're really person. exactly. And also if you're really into me, you can identify my standards. However, if you're into my appearance, you can't do that. 
then you won't be able to understand my standards. Because if you're only into my appearance, you have no understanding of who I am as a person. Mm-mm. Nope. So that's that. And also expectations. I think expectations sell us up for failure. Mm-hmm. So I try not to expect anything of anybody. Like I said on there, I went on there without any judgment, anything in mind, hadn't been on there and was just like, whoa. Mm-hmm. Didn't have any expectations, but I, I didn't have expectations, but I didn't expect what I like that from people yeah. oh, 10, 5, and 10 years older than me. I just didn't expect that. Yeah. Yep. yep. So that's so- what that was. And so that's just really how we feel about whether it's dating or in a relationship. That's really how you differentiate those three. Um, mm-hmm. And that brought to another point, like, how do we express what our standards are? You know what? And, and it, let, oh, it's let me more than just saying you. it. Right. But I want to flip this for you. How do you express what your standards are in need of love? Mm. That's true. How I do you feel like, it? so basically, I, like I said, I treat you how I want to be treated. Mm-hmm. so I feel like that's a major thing that most people because like I said if, I, if I'm asking for a love that I'm not giving out how can I ask for that right and if you're asking for a love that you're not giving out then you're asking for a love with the condition yeah I need to reciprocate what I'm looking for right so that way like I said that way you you see why people gravitate towards me you see how people treat me so that way that leads to, okay, this is how she needs to be treated. I can't treat her like how I treated this. No, you can't do that with me. Right. Do you think do you think that it took you to understand what love really was, to understand what your standards are? What do you think came first? I think I had to learn how to love myself first. Okay. So, like I said, I began going back to the front. Be, in my previous relationships, I was just as soon as you said something to me that sounded nice to me, I was accepting that. Like I said, I was going in there with expectations at that time of, okay, he going to be this, he going to be that. And that's not what you go in. I didn't love myself. I didn't, I was literally just railing to go to anybody at that time. No standards, nothing. Okay. So I literally had to learn, okay, what does Vanessa like? Okay. I'm always helping everybody else, but what do I like? Okay. So I feel like that you have to learn how to love yourself first. Okay. Once you learned how to love yourself, do you feel like you had a better understanding of how to express your need for love? Because I feel like once we love ourselves, we can better identify what we need of other people. However, once you identify that, are you able to express it? Because identifying and expressing are two totally different things. And that goes back to what you talked about last episode, Mm -hmm. communication. Yeah. Yeah. So literally, like I said, once you... Once you learn how to love yourself for yourself, you learn basically how to look for that in that person you're looking for. Right. I would agree with that. And I think for me, it took feel re- I don't can I even call them a relationship? Situationships. I yeah, think it called <laughs> I think it calls <laughs> I think it really calls for those failed situationships for me to be able to express my need of love because those failed situations really helped me to identify, okay, let's go back to the drawing board because Mm -hmm. this is not who you are as a person. This is not what you deserve. This is not what you qualify for. Mm -hmm. Like, baby, this ain't ain't what I qualify for. Mm -hmm. 
Yep, them situationships totally took you out of character. Mm-hmm. And if it takes me out of who I like, I said I don't want to bust nobody's windows, but that was that that's happening. Let me take a sip of my drink, baby. Oh, that's happened. <laughs> and that is not part of my character. If you know me, you know I do not. You probably wouldn't even believe I've done stuff like that. But my best friend will tell you it's been real. I bust the windows. <laughs> hey, the pull up hey. has been real on many occasions, and that's not who I want to be, especially at the age that I am. And the example I have to set of a woman to my child, that's not who I want to be. Right. So if you take me out of my character, you're not somebody I need to be with. Yeah. But I have to say those moments, I think I've had, I'm 31. I think out of all these, I've had two situations where I've come out of what I feel is my character. And I feel like those moments defined for me what love was. Cause literally after the literally while those moments are going on, something clicks like, baby, this is not who you are. This is this not, is not how it. you are raised. Mm-hmm. This is not what you are made of. Mm-hmm. And something clicks. If something don't click, baby, check the bulb. Check the bulb. Yeah. And you know what's crazy? So the other day I told my boyfriend, I said, I out of all the situationships I've been in, because like I said, they're not relationships. I I don't think we ever agreed to nothing. So that 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 was not a relationship. But I told my boyfriend, I said, I've my grandpa meant the world to me. He passed away in 2016. I said, he passed away not meeting not one boyfriend I've ever had. Because mm-hmm. I knew for a fact that when that when that boy walked through the door, that shotgun was coming from behind that door. He would have been like, nope, try again. Well, girl, this goes into the conversation me and you had a few months ago where you asked, when will Dante meet anybody? When hell freezes over. Move right. On. There we go. Because <laughs> we know. We know. Like, and that's the part that's that's crazy is you know if you can't bring that person around somebody that means the world to you because you know they are not, they're going to know that that person is not for you as soon as they walk in the door. Yeah. That tells you right there because them people basically trust, they love you with everything they have. They know what's best for you and some people are like, you'd be like, oh, you know, he's working on his stuff. You give excuses, excuses, excuses. My grandpa ain't yeah. never met not one person I've ever dated before because I knew for a fact mm-hmm. that he would look at that person without even saying nothing of like, he's not good enough. Yep, exactly. And I think those situationships and those defining moments, unfortunately, that they happen, but they make you grow. Mm-hmm. And they really, as women, those are the situations that for me, let me speak for me as a woman, and I know we've talked about this, they've taught us what love is. Mm-hmm. In order to know what love is, you have to know what self-love is. That's where it starts. Mm-hmm. So I think mm-hmm. for us, it told us really what self-love is and how we express our need for love. And yeah. expressing our need for love is saying what our standards are, because our standards are who we are as people and what we will and will not tolerate. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. So when the somebody other- tells you, you know what, I think about it, I'm like, when somebody tell you that you you really, so like like I said, I know my best friend, y'all, so if she ever brought somebody, like I said, when we were younger, it was different, but I could look at somebody and go, okay, Ken, that's not for you. Like, okay. And like I said, I, I think people have a problem with someone, you would think somebody would say that because they're jealous. Oh, no, like, listen to those people when they tell you those things. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes you may not see it, but somebody else can see it because they see you're worth more than that. Yes. And that, that girl, that goes into what I was just getting ready to ask you. Like, really, um, how do we allow others to treat us? Really thinking about mm-hmm. that. Because I guarantee you, you knew that the way that person was treating you was unacceptable before your family, your best friend, your brother, your sister, your dad, your uncle, your grandfather, before any of them had to tell you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You knew at the moment that you prepared yourself, like, 
oh, I'm finna go introduce them to this person, and they gonna give me the blues about him. They gonna call him every name in the book. We, y'all, we know. Yeah. You know from the very beginning. You know. When you start making excuses for somebody, you know. Yeah. Because why can't you just be honest from the front? You make excuses because you don't want nobody to be hard on him. You want to, no, it's a, like, you can't do that. Mm-mm. But I think a step further. So if I go back to those situations, why I didn't, it was because I knew that the way, first of all, I'm not introducing anybody to my family who I know doesn't treat me in a certain fashion. But mm-hmm. at that certain, at that certain place in time, I don't think I knew or loved and cared for myself or could identify at a, at a full capacity that I can now, mm-hmm. what that love was to be able to know, oh, you know what? I'm allowing this person to treat me in a manner that's unacceptable. Now, I'm not saying nobody cursed, screamed, put their hands on me because baby, I would be in jail. Mm-hmm. None of that has taken place. But there is a way that somebody can treat you in a manner that is not acceptable for the person you are. And it don't exactly. have to do with them. It don't have to do with them cursing, screaming, or putting their hands uh-huh. on you. There's other uh-huh. levels of disrespect. All people kinds. can disrespect you emotionally and spiritually and have your energy and your vibes all tore up. Yep. 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 That's true. And y'all, I'm telling y'all today, my best friend bring I'm telling y'all, I told her, I said, Buchanan, when you bring a man home, I need to be at the table. Like, I can't be left because I need to see this. Because you will be the only one at the table because I ain't going to be there. <laughs> ain't going to do it. I'm afraid. <laughs> I am very afraid. My brother is nuts. I am not. The, the brother and the baby. Oh, Lord. Little Dante. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, girl. Yep, not happening. <laughs> Moving right along, y'all, because this is getting real. Who I need another sip of my drink. So, how to give and show love reveals your heart to me. So that is a good one. So like I said, basically, like I said, how you love, how you reveal your love tells me the kind of person you are. Yep. But I'm going to go a step further, though, because let's just be real. We came up at a time where money was how people showed their love. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I'm at a place now where, yes, by all means, have some money for yourself. And have some for me because I do like to go on dates. I do like nice things. But just know that everything you can do, baby, it should be extra. I should already be able to provide that love for myself. Yeah. However, your time, your money, your effort, and your energy, they all reveal your heart to me. Yep. A lot of people not going to get that. How does somebody's money, if you have put yourself in a position to be financially stable based on your career, based on what, whatever you've decided to do, that lets me know that you've put time, education, and energy into yourself, not just mm-hmm. as a person, but as a whole being of what you want to provide to yourself, your family, the world, mm-hmm. depending on what your career is. Yeah, Your time, yeah. meaning you could be the busiest person in the world. The beginning of the day, lunchtime and nighttime, I make an effort to send text messages, to make phone calls, to engage in FaceTime, whatever it is. I do pop-up visits, even if my schedule is busy. I'm working all day. However, when I'm driving from office to office, I'm making phone calls. I'm on the FaceTime with you to show you that you matter, you're important. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's what your time is, because everybody busy. Everybody has a okay. life. Not yep. right now, ain't nobody busy. So, baby, if he's saying he don't got time right now, Nessa, <laughs> he's saying he don't got time right it's now. Because like, Trump stay on Twitter and he the president. Like, no, for real. Like, that is so serious. And even with the money part, like I said, like you said, most people ain't going to get it. Like I said, if you can't provide for yourself, 
Yes. How can you, how can you want a relationship? How could you want to take care of somebody else? Not physically take, not all the time is it physically, mentally, but mentally take care of me. Emotionally take care of me if you can't physically take care of yourself. Yes. And people think about the money like, oh, okay, well, that's superficial. The no. money, like, okay, we have to think about it like this. Money provides a way for you to have a roof over your head, for you to be mm-hmm. able to provide the things that you need for yourself. Hygiene, nutrition, mm-hmm. uh, clothing, all of those different things. Also, if you have children, that means you taking it further. You make sure that it's secure for the life of your children. If you have parents that you want to be able to give back to and take care of, I mean, the money aspect goes to different places. Don't think of money and just think of making it rain because that's not what I'm talking yeah. about. Money, just give it, give, give, give. Yeah, like I said, you have to be able to take care of yourself to take Mm -hmm. care of somebody else. Yes. And I think, like I was saying, the time, the time really goes into the effort and energy. Because, I mean, you could be busy. I know people who literally work from six to probably nine at night. And when they're not physically in the office, they're on their phone or on the email. No people who do that. Guarantee Mm -hmm. you, there is a minute multiple times a day for somebody to send a text message an emoji a meme to let you know that you're in their thoughts right and exactly. that's separate in energy because that's, guess that's what? Exactly the what time is. that you're spending and everybody ain't gonna get this please don't let it go over your head baby the time that you're spending is showing me an effort although i mm-hmm. know your schedule and i know things are busy you're taking the time to engage and let me know thought about you today that's effort also, the manner in which you're talking to me. So when you message me, what are you saying? What are the mm-hmm. words and the language that you're feeding me? That's an energy. And we know people's energy, the moment. You can read somebody's energy, not just in person. You can read it through a read it through a message. Yep. So I think those are huge, huge, huge. What do you think about the whole time, money, effort, and energy? Anything extra you would add? Like I said, like that time, it takes nothing but a few seconds to send a text message to show you care. Uh, like I said, the money thing, we went into that. And like I said, that effort, as long as that effort is there, it'll, it'll go a long way. Because it shows that you're, it shows that you're trying. Yes. And applying yourself. So those things mean a lot. Yes. So you guys, that was our episode. What I am asking is that we really want to um, promote some different businesses. Right now, we are going to start off with Black-owned businesses. If you are a African-American and you happen to own a business, please send over your information. We would love to promote you not only on an episode, but also on our Instagram. Yes. We know that it takes a community. And right now, a lot of our small businesses are losing out on money due to the circumstances. So whatever we can do to just show you guys love, show you that we're all in this together, we would love to do that. Maybe you're listening, but somebody in your family or a friend or even an associate, you know, has a business please let them know that we're willing to do it there is no cost no fee we really want to just do it yeah we are out here on our grind as well and we know how it is for people to do it we are both working on our own businesses as well as this podcast and we just really want to show love yes yes so go ahead and send us pictures descriptions like i said we'll list that on our facebooks and instagram so go ahead and send that over too yes anything you want to close us out with no like i said once again stay safe Wash your hands, not for just sanitize it, y'all. Nessa, don't just wash your hands. Wash your body. 
Wash your body. Ass, man. You saying body, you always want to be politically correct. Wash your ass. <laughs> Don't you be out here putting hand sanitizer on your hands. And, you and so, and like, y'all, hold on, y'all, the gloves. Okay, listen. Oh, listen. Girl, let me take another sip of this drink. Cause baby, when y'all wear these gloves, y'all are cross-contaminating everything. When I say I seen a woman come out of the car, out her car with some gloves on, Going to the store shop, met the same lady at the cash register. She digged in her purse, bought all her money, gave it to the cashier, put her receipt and stuff in her bag. Got in her car, put her bags in the car, and took off with these same gloves on. Yeah, baby, all the germs that she was trying to leave in the store, you just brought them with you. You done digged in your purse, you done touched your phone, touched your wallet, touched your keys, touched your steering wheel. Y'all, that don't work. And then, honey, <laughs> for you people that are throwing these gloves in the parking lot on the ground, like who raised you? Walmart has a hundred trash cans in a parking lot. Girl, every store has so many trash cans outside. Y'all now. just y'all 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 don't get it. Y'all don't get it. Wash your hands. Wash your butts. Wash your body. Wash Please, your mind. Just, just wash. <laughs> That's what I, I might name this episode. Just wash. Just honey. Wash your hands. Keep your distance from people. Don't be always breathing down yeah. people's neck. Cause that oh, was exactly. Me. Don't breathe on my neck. If I feel your breath on my neck, you too close. Cause I'm gonna be honest with y'all. And I was at Super Walmart in West Sacramento. Yes, I'm giving out location. This lady was so close <laughs> that I yelled out six feet. I'm trying to like just back what you up. not gonna do is, and she was not breathing on me. She was breathing. Don't breathe on me. Like if I if I hear you breathe, I hear your lungs inhaling and exhaling. That's too close. Yeah, so let's 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 do the social distancing. Mm-hmm. Let's respect each other's personal boundaries, mm-hmm. please. Mm-hmm. Stay safe. And let's remember. Let's yes. just stay safe. Let's just remember to be mindful of others. Just be mindful. Yes, be nice. Be mindful. You see an older adult in the store, help them out. Be nice. Be kind. Okay, now what you mean help them on this? I'm not carrying none of their stuff. Okay, I mean, but like like I'll say hello. Oh Jesus. Girl, coronavirus, girl, I'm not. Sorry, ma'am. I love you dearly. If it wasn't these circumstances, I would help you. I'm, you know me. You know I stay helping people. You know what? Car. I'm you know all what? about that. Ever since everything calmed down, so the first couple of days that they had mentioned, you know, shut down all stuff, everybody went crazy going to grocery stores, all this other stuff. I participated, but anyway, um, there was an old lady in the store. Like there was no baskets. And she was old, Candace. I'm like, oh my God. Okay, let me just give her my basket. Little gestures like that. Like, okay, I, I had to grab a lot of stuff, but you know what? Go ahead and take the basket. I'll just grab our stuff in my hand, kind of thing. Okay, so well, I'm going to have to work on it. I'm going I'm, I'm to think about it and work on it because if it ain't no <laughs> baskets, then I'm going into this store to get a lot. Because, yes, yeah, so it's, it definitely depends on the circumstance. But at that and moment, and if I, I was just use to... my Clorox wipe to wipe it down, because you know I've been going in the store with bleach and Lysol. So if I wipe my whole car down and I just got to give it to Deborah Ann, <laughs> y'all don't understand. Candace be she be starting chemical reactions in her bathroom, girl. And I've been doing this, I've been doing this. This is not just for ben, coronavirus, Ben. Ben. Baby's been doing it since I was probably 15 years old. I just, girl. if I can't smell the bleach and the ammonia and the Ajax, it's not clean. A girl, it probably be in there bubbling. Science it do be bubbling. I have to step out. I have to step out because I get lightheaded uh-uh. immediately. Yeah. <laughs> well, y'all, that is our episode. We have went on a tangent. We love you guys. Thank you love for all you. of the support. And we will yes, see you guys yes. out next time. Next time. Peace.